uh it's a natural thing but you know how we do on this podcast everything natural is really supernatural but we don't want to give our all we scared to say jesus break me but he did it for us we need to search ourselves and say lord am i impacting people the way i'm supposed to we can see his power reflected right there and his love for us return to your friend. please do don't waste no time repeat and return and repeat <laughs> welcome We can pass on to our children more than just our looks and our DNA. There is things happening in our lives and things we do that seems to have full control of us. Only through Christ we can break generational curses. And all of us have to deal with these generational curses. All of us have a past, our families have their past, and we don't always know, well, we don't know what happened, you know, a hundred years ago or what was going on with great, great grandparents. And we have to remember sin has a cost and the, the wages of, of it is death. And that, that's what Jesus came for was to break the curses and to pay for, for these sins. That was the only way that it was going to happen because God made laws when he made the earth and he gave us dominion over the earth so spirits cannot have um, any control unless we give it to them Mm -hmm. and once we come into agreement with these spirits in so many different ways it can happen but once we come into agreement they they can do their work here and that's the same way with um the evil and the angels, the, the angelic spirits, all of them need our agreement to be able to move in the earth. But see, with the, um, with the generational curses, uh, sometimes you can even see little kids struggling with certain things that they, they may just don't understand what's going on. And um, just like you, ha- you got to talking about our angels and demons, you know, the devil is a copycatter. You know, we, we have a, an angel assigned to us and, and also a demon. The devil wants to make sure that he begins his plan and finish his plans of destroying the generation. Yes. Your generation is beginning with you. And sometimes we have to pay attention of that pattern that has been repeated um maybe we see our mother or dad struggling with something that we claim we was never going to do but we end up doing it anyways it's that thing that takes control of you you know it's wrong but you can't help it you just do it and i i speak for personal experience it was things that i used to do that i literally hated myself for doing it because i knew it was wrong or it was destroying me or it was even um, destroying my children. Like when uh, I speak about my depression, it was times where I just could not function as a mom. Depression is that one thing that I can see that it has happened over and over within my family members. I, I believe that's our generational curse. So it is good to be aware of what's going on around you. You know, what is controlling you? What is that thing that you know that no matter how much you hate it or no matter how bad you know it is, it just has domain over you. It, 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 it's something you just can't help. It could be 
like I was saying, it could be depression, it could be gambling, it could be drugs, alcohol, it could be sexual immorality, um, criminal activities. So many things we don't only pass on our looks to our children, but also that what the Bible calls iniquity, that the, the sins that we have not repented from. And it's very important for us to bring our children into that protective umbrella of God, which is his word. Make sure they know truth. Yeah, them iniquities, they don't go away. And when we don't repent of them, they're going to they're gonna go keep going to future generations, even if it doesn't affect us. You know, we might, um, that makes me think of, um, of David. You know, David did a lot of stuff in his life, and you could see, you know, he was, he was victorious. He was a great king, but his family life was a mess, and it kept going. And you see this in the stories, I would say every story in the Bible. I mean, we are affected by what our ancestors did. It's, again, like we said, spirits that are assigned to our family bloodlines. And these spirits are intelligent. It's like evil intelligence. Um, Even after we get delivered from them, you know, they come back even stronger. And if we don't get our house in order, um, fill it with God and God's word and, and trying to learn and make better choices and decisions, we're going to be right back in the same destructive patterns. And with the children, you know, children, they haven't been hardened by life. You know, they're very uh, pliable. They're very easy to influence. You know, they're like sponges. You know, if what we teach them, especially in the spiritual world, sometimes they might not understand it, but these children have spirits. And we have to make sure that we are giving them that spiritual exercise of prayer and fasting and Bible study for them to remember it when they get older. The, the Bible says that, you know, teach a child up the way they should go and they will remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might veer off and go the wrong way or detour off the path of God for a while, but it's still in them. You know, imagine that person, that child who has never had that instruction mm-hmm. of God. Yeah. And we see we see the effects of this in the world. Yeah, Why the, people the are like they are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I'm not going to say it's not their fault, but it goes so much deeper than that. These roots, it's like they're they're tangled. They're entangled with all kinds of stuff. You know, we have, you know, God wants to bless us. He does. But there are curses that have to be um, paid for. You know, curses, it's, it's a penalty. It's a penalty that has to be paid. Yes. Um, I think about when the Bible speaks of the Israelites, how... Um, they literally sacrificed their children to, to, to demons, to idols. These kids didn't have any say-so. These kids did not voluntarily went and had them to be sacrificed for these demons. Really, that's what it was. And it's very important for uh, uh, the parent, parents, us as parents, um, to know if you're not teaching them God, believe it or not, you are teaching them Satan. 
in this world, it's only two ways. One way or the other. It's only God or it's only Satan. It's not going to be a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's no way in between. It's not, oh, I don't choose one or the or neither the other one. You are choosing even when you think you are not. So a, a lot of times we can be sacrificing, uh, to, to say it somehow, our children to demons with the things, with the teaching we have at home. The things we allow them to watch, the music we allow them to listen to, the fashions, the trends, social media, the things we allow on their phone. We are literally just handing them over to Satan and his demons. And I call this first come, first serve. You know, if the seal of God is not upon you and upon your children, the devil has the rights to it. It's just simple as that. So it is that important for us to know this is life or death. It is important for us to um, have an awakening as, as parents, a revival to bring forth God into our families because our kids are perishing and our people perish for the lack of knowledge. That's what the Bible said. We need to learn more about more about God and how um, the devil may try to come in us. It's not that we're going to, you know, we can neither take this too far to just always be like, oh, you know, what if a witch or what if a, 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 a somebody cursed me or somebody... No, just focus on God. If you are under God's covenant, under God's coverage, you will be attacked. But will the devil, uh, what's that called? Um, will, will he be successful? No, no weapon formed against you, against you shall prosper. So that's what we need to focus our mind on just um, learning from God, praying, fasting, which is one of the main things we need to do when we are on their oppression and on their distant uh, generational curses and demonic attack. Only through fasting you can break through. When when you was talking just then, you was basically showing the truth and when you say no weapon formed against us, the weapon will be formed as Christians. But the key is that it won't be able to affect us. Mm -hmm. So understand there will be weapons. You will go through tough times and hard times, but it won't affect you if you're in Christ Jesus. And I'm going to go back to what y'all speaking on earlier. I was going to butt in, but I, I was waiting till y'all finish out. And when the subject came up of what we're going to be talking about today, especially when it comes to generational curses, even when you speak of Genesis, when it starts off, it says the generation. Even when it says God created, that starts the generation the start of something so when you think about these things my first verse that i came to when i thought about the situation it's gonna seem like i'm off key but it says in john 9 verse 2 he was basically saying when the disciples asked jesus it's like rabbi who sinned this man or his parents it showed a choice of sin Meaning, did the man have a, did his, his um, sins caused him to do this or did his parents cause him to be blind? Because they knew, and through the Bible speaks truth, they knew it was a cause for his, his blindness. Now, it goes to show that the cause that Jesus spoke on was for the glorifying of God. But it shows us that the generationals, from parents can be passed down mm -hmm. or a cause for your child to struggle the way they're struggling now today. And when you look up the whole form of generational curses, I want you to understand that 
generous curse is basically saying a pass down of sinful behaviors. Hmm. That's all it is. A generational curse is a sinful behavior that's passed down from generation to generation. And yes, just because it ain't happening to you, that don't mean it don't skip a generation. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I'm going to say on that part is when y'all was talking about the household and how it starts in the house and, and what it means for you to start planting that into your children. And it starts, I'm a man. I'm a, Lord be with me. I'm a man. I know that all responsibilities go to a man when it comes to the household. Mm. From everything being covered, it starts with the man. But I say that to say this, and it's a short little story. It's something to get you an illustration to get your mind to wrap around what I'm trying to say, how strong sinful behaviors can be passed down. Well, it's a story. Well, actually, it's not really a story. It's a true fact. It's, it's a wasp spider. I don't know if y'all ever heard of it. Google it. It's a wasp. You know, everybody know what a wasp is. They call it a wasp spider. Let me tell you how he works. A spider spins webs. A spider is making his what? Home. That's how he prepares and he lives, survives through that web that he creates. That's his, sor his source of regeneration, his food, his children, the way he lay his eggs. That's his home. That's what a spider is meant to do. A spider is meant to spin webs. Well, guess what a wall spider does? A wall spider finds a spider that is spinning a web, sneaks up through slow flight and stings the spider. Mm -hmm. What you don't understand that he planted a seed inside the spider, mm -hmm. which actually is a larva, a larvae of, of the wasp. Mm -hmm. Well, it triggers a chemical reaction into the spider and it messes up his mind and the spider stops spinning a web and starts spinning a cocoon understand his method of survival has now changed now instead of him building his house he's building something for the enemy wow so the whole point of <laughs> life is now changed now what his responsibility and what he's supposed to have been doing is changed yeah his life source has changed and when you look at it now what happens to the spider the spider after, and it's so funny how it works in nature. After the spider finished spinning the cocoon, guess what? The lava, by the time he finished, has grown to a certain stage and breaks through the spider's back, killing him. Oh, wow. Okay? Killing him. After it kills him, he takes over the land spot in which the spider has built the home. <laughs> okay? So now that you see all of that big picture, now watch this. What happened to the father of that home? Hmm. He is now gone. Mm -hmm. What happens to the lessons? There's no more generational spiders, is there? Mm -hmm. the, now, where it would have started something fresh and new, it's now been destroyed. Hmm. So when you talk about the home and what you're passing down and what are you letting the enemy plant within you to pass through your children? Yeah. And that's the big picture is, you're getting things in the home that are passed through from generation to generation and you don't know why. Like I say, the spider didn't know that that wasp was coming from. He didn't know what he was doing. Like I say, it's a chemical reaction that changed his mindset to say, I should be building this. I'm pregnant now or I'm infected or whatever the case. Well, I don't know what he thinks, 
but it causes him to change course of what he was planting for his home. So would you say it's important for us to be aware? Yes, because we have things going on within our home that we ignore. Mm -hmm. We have things going on in our community, which we ignore. And we're blind. And we see signs, but we're so blind to it. And the reason why I started that first section off with the blind man, because blind is created as in a spiritual sense as sin. Mm-hmm. When you think of spiritual blindness, you say sin. It's the ignorance. It's the ig. Thank it's, you, June. Yeah, it's, it's the, the ignorance, ignorance of it. But it's also, also um, our priorities are really, really messed up. You know, as parents, and and even in our personal lives, we're so focused on the wrong thing, and we see our life declining and declining and declining, and we refuse to believe. Um, that only through Christ we can um, bring a change to our lives is um, like the woman with the the issue of blood. You know, she she tries so many things. For how many years was she in this condition, June? Do you remember? It's it's several years. Time. She yeah, spent all her money, went to years. see doctors and doctors and doctors, um, until she opened up her eyes and she truly understood that her problem was a spiritual problem, and only through Christ she was able to be set free. And we need to come, uh, come to become to be aware of what's going on in our household, and we see our children struggling, and we believe, oh, you know, this is just the age, you know, they just going through the little teens, and they just it, it, they will get over it. They may get over it, but what if it's not? It's not the case. Yeah, and even doctors and scientists know about these generational curses because that's the first thing the doctor asks you is. You know, did, did your mother or father mm-hmm. have this? Or, you know, it's diabetes or cancer, high blood pressure. All of these different sicknesses stay within one um, one bloodline. And like I said, these doctors know. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not a physical thing. This is it's a physical manifestation. Yeah. But it started in the spiritual That's realm. Right. You know, one of our ancestors opened a door. And these doors are so easy to open. I know what you were saying earlier about like the witch, which is um, putting curses over people. Yes, this kind of stuff really does happen. Um, it don't even have to be a witch, but people can speak this stuff over our lives. And this takes me back to the uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You know, we see, you know, we can look, look at their stories um, and see how everything looks for familiar the patterns are the same um you know they had that lying that deceitfulness and they actually named jacob that also Mm -hmm. like they were speaking that over his life and then jacob on his deathbed i mean he would he had got his name changed to israel but he was still jacob and he actually cursed his sons from something they had did which we see the manifestation again later on in um that's that same bloodline of moses and aaron and miriam and these curses are meant to stop the purpose of our life that's you know moses had a very big job to do and his brother and sister were there to help him but like he was saying earlier about the uh, what it was a wasp spider? Wasp, wasp, wasp spider it goes in and it penetrates our life mm-hmm. to be able to stop us and to carry out their assignment yes. to x out god's assignment and to switch it we have to understand there are 
wars going on. There are armies being formed, one for one side of the enemy, but the army of the Lord, mm. that's the side mm. you want to stand the on. The heavenly army, yes, yeah, and absolutely. With that being said, and I, you know, again, I, I must always speak from a man's standpoint. Let's look at Adam. Notice when the serpent came, he, he came to Eve, right? Mm-hmm. He went to her, talked to her, convinced her, tricked her, everything in the book, and she ate, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. It's after the head of the house ate. Mm-hmm. It's after the head of the house ate. Mm-hmm. When he took bite mm-hmm. of the fruit, we fell apart. Sin came. Yeah, that destruction. See, that, and he knows which, that family. And that's, that's the thing. Man, and I look, let's look at our kids. To. That's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. If I, I'm bringing this up again, and I'm going to share a small part of my testimony. I look at my life now out of all of the chaos I've started as a man, as a man. And I looked at it from my dad's side. I looked at all the stuff that my dad did, even growing up. And I always said, I'm never gonna be like you. I, at one point I was starting to hate him. I was like, I'm never gonna be like you. Cause all he did was slept around, slept around, woman to woman. It, it just one of those things that and then you see my brothers doing it. You see me doing it. and. The more I hated him, the more I started being more like him. It, it, ma- it messed up my past. It messed up a lot of things within me. And it, it, it got me to a point where I was broke down. To where I didn't trust myself around a woman or around anything that would cause me to lie, be deceitful. Because I knew what was coming out of it because I see myself looking like him. Mm-hmm. And when I say when you was talking earlier, when you started off the conversation, we don't only pass down physical looks and mm-hmm. physical traits yes. and cancers and stuff, bloodline things, mm-hmm. but you have to remember, even in Ephesians six twelve, what it says, we don't fight against flesh and blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't fight against flesh and blood. It's the spirit of uh, the dark spirits of wickedness. And once they get within us or within the household, And I'm going to show you how powerful I mean by in the household. When you say house, it's talking about the name of that man. Mm. Because once the man lays claim to a woman, she takes on his name. Mm. When the children come forth, it takes on his name. So that's the house. Quit thinking about your your brick walls and sheet rocks, the building. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the house. Mm -hmm. So once the man is destroyed, once the man is corrupted, the children are already at fault. The children already at failure situation. Understand, we're born in the sin. Yeah. We're born. So how much more, if we already promised trouble, and then we don't allow things to be seen and talked about within the household, mm. guess what happened? More trouble comes. Mm-hmm. Now, your son is doing things to women that you don't want to happen, but that's what you used to do. Yeah. Don't wait till you get to an old age and you want to make that, oh, don't, you, don't, you don't do that, son. Or yeah. you tell your daughter, you don't do that. Yeah, but they already don't see you do Yeah, it. but they don't see yeah, you do it. Yeah, and it's not that you, you're not telling them nothing wrong. Yeah. It's not that you don't want to be a hypocrite. But couldn't we have uh, stopped that, that involvement a long time ago if we would just speak within the house and have more authority in the house? You were speaking on gangs earlier. Mm-hmm. Think about it. It's so many young men, even women, yeah. now that's associated because there was no love-like authority in the house. And guess what? 
love like authority. We have a lot of males in the house. I ain't say men. I said males. It's a difference. There's a lot of males in the house showing all the, uh, the aggressiveness and don't do this and don't do that. But where's the men that's directing through example not Christ, to do? Christ-like yes. attitude. Yeah, but even, even it's, it's sad to say, but even when the father is absent, you know, we as mom, uh, that's how you say it, we, you always correct me the way I say it, as moms, we, we, have to, we have to stand up to fill the gap. I mean, yeah. we cannot just let our children go down that path. But you know what I find it, uh, what I find to be even worse? When I hear parents joking about it, for instance, a, a, a daddy who is a player, and they'd be like, you know, my little boy just, well, he a little player too. That's that's not that's not cute. Yeah. You 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 or or, or the moms no speak over their daughters, or you know, these things are nothing to be playing with because, God forbid, your son go and mess around with the wrong person and come back home sick. Then what you gonna do? It's not going to be funny no more. Or you, 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 you know, you're teaching your kids how to be aggressive and he's a fighter or she's a fighter and they go hurt somebody and accidentally kill the person and they locked up in prison for life. It's no longer a joke. It's no longer funny. Everything in life has consequences, you know, and we have to take this serious or this matter serious. Yes. You know, our children's lives and future is nothing to play with. And, and, it's, and it's good that we teach our kids, you know, or put in their minds, um, go to school, earn the good grades, go to college, get you a job, do this. And that's good. But if we're leaving God out of this whole equation, we're not building true women and true men for the future because they will be tore down. They can they can accomplish anything money can, can purchase, meaning they can have a nice car, they can buy a house quicker than you did when you was younger and, and graduate universities and do everything. But if you don't teach them God, Sooner or later, what the devil has spoke over their their lives will will be the reality, and then, like I said, it, it's it's something that listen, sin when living live, when you live sin uh, untreated for too long, it will it will live devastated consequences like that crippled woman, 18 years, 18 years until Jesus came and brought for healing to her. You know what is walking like in her the condition she was in. You know what is to walk in depression for years and years or to walk not having self-control when it comes to a uh, woman or man or sex or um, drugs or alcohol or aggressiveness within you. You can be a hateful person and everybody comes your way. You just hate them, hate them. This, those are things that, that, that we can pass on to our children. It is so like that. You, you see kids that, let's say, for instance, they grew up away from their mom or their dad and the other parents see them, you know, as teenagers or whatever, and they look how they act, and they thinking to themselves, man, he act just like the mom. But the mama was never around, yeah. or the daddy was never around. They act like them, they speak like them, everything. So how do they learn these things that was never around? It's things that we pass on whether we want to or not. Yeah. Thank you for having a cup with us. We pray in Jesus' name this podcast has ministered to you. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we invite you to do so. And if you have any questions or prayer requests, feel free to contact us. Join us again next week for another Cup of Grace.